Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by renowned humor columnist, Pulitzer Prize winner, and reclusive writer with his first book in 10 years, Swamp Story. We welcome author Dave Barry. Hey. Dave, let's go beyond the mic. How has your love of Florida influenced Swamp Story? Oh, it's about Florida. I mean, I, I, all the fiction I've written has been about Florida because it's just this truly weird place. We've gotten sort of a bad reputation down in the state of Florida over the years. People think it's full of insane people, dangerous animals, and this book will not change anybody's mind. <laughs> That's it clearly, clearly is true. But I, I, I use a lot of Florida in the book. There's Anim- there's you know alligators, there's snakes, and there's mostly there's strange, strange people, which are abundant in the state of Florida. Now there are more than 21 million people in Florida. Some days it feels like Florida should be really called Florida. <laughs> Why do these incredibly wild stories seem to find the sunshine state? Well, first of all, I want to point out that a lot of the people, it's not everybody, as you say. There's 21 million people in Florida. And is it really fair to judge all 21 million of us just because of the bizarre actions of 19 million of us? But still, I agree with you. There's a lot of strange people, but but it's it's not necessarily our fault. If you actually look at the Florida man, Florida woman stories, you know that we have so many of. Many many times those people turn out to be from other states, perhaps even your state. Probably. <laughs> is it the Sunshine Act that makes? Hiding in Florida hard. Oh, nobody. You, well, you you can hide in Florida. Um, I mean, the, I guess you're referring to the, the Sunshine Act for the politicians. Yeah. Well, um, I live in Miami. We we basically we're we're okay with with corruption in in Miami. I mean, I, I have often said we should just go ahead and when we when we elect people, we should elect them and then swear them in and indict them in one ceremony just to keep it <laughs> simple and quick. But yeah, we we're sort of like an openly openly corrupt state. But I, what I say to everybody in other states is, um, yes, we have a corrupt, idiotic government in the state of Florida, but it's free. We're not you know, paying anything for it. Many states, and I'm just going to name a couple offhand: New York, Illinois, California, have also corrupt, idiotic governments and pay very large sums in taxes for them. So I think we're getting a much better deal. And you get the joys of Disney World. Well, for now, for now, we, our governor has decided that the biggest single threat to the American family is Disney World. I don't know, maybe it's because Donald doesn't wear pants. I don't know what it is, but we're going after <laughs> Donald Duck. Donald Duck doesn't wear pants. Ooh la la. Would you, what, what did you, where did your mind go? There? Oh, okay, I know where your mind went. Oh. <laughs> Why was writing this book so much fun? Um, but, you know, when you come up with an idea, and, and this idea sort of started with this thing we do down there called the Python Challenge. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but we have these giant pythons all over the Everglades. They are infesting it. There are hundreds of thousands of them. And the Everglades happen to be right next to Miami. Well, they're right next to a lot of cities. But if you look at the state of Florida, the, the middle of it is this gigantic swamp. And then the people live in little corridors on either side. So when you're in Miami, you are right next to I mean, you, you don't have to drive more than 20 minutes, if for, you know, depending on where you are, to be in the middle of this swamp full of alligators and snakes and so on. So we had this idea, our, our government had this idea, our state government idea, sorry, I take 10 years ago or so, to just invite anybody who wanted to to come to Florida and kill our snakes. Just anybody. So what could possibly go wrong? Everything. <laughs> Everything. And the funny part is, like, the Python Challenge, which which is held every year, they try to kill as many pythons as they can. And generally they end up, 
they announced the score at the end of it, and it's like two or three hundred snakes they killed. Meanwhile, every single mama snake out there has laid at least a hundred eggs. <laughs> the pythons are winning the python challenge. But anyway, the, the the idea for this book started with this weird thing. The python. How can I how can I make that part of a story? So I threw in some buried treasure and some crazy guys trying to create a monster and and a whole lot of TikTok and came up with this this idea for this this story. Now, if you go to Sweetwater, Texas, there's a rattlesnake roundup. Okay, but how do you do in the rattlesnake roundup? I try to avoid it as much as possible. <laughs> Dave Barry, his book, Swamp Story, and he joins us beyond the mic for the Rocking 8. Eight random questions. All you got to do is answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. Oh, God. Oh, God. I hate these. All right, go ahead. You once lifted a incredible 4 million centigrams. Did your incredible feats of strength continue while writing this book? Yes. <laughs> I have no idea what that question meant. He power lifted 90 pounds, but I wanted to make it seem bigger. I did? Oh, yeah. In my, in my day, in my day, I could lift 40 pounds. I mean, 90 pounds. Now I'm down to about, like, my toothbrush. <laughs> First guitar you ever bought. Oh, Spender's Stratocaster. Still my favorite guitar. Dave, do you know the difference between a croc and a gator? Yeah, one of them, the teeth come out the bottom, and I think it's the croc that does that, but I don't know. Either way, I'm running if I see one. Have you ever gone through a corn maze voluntarily? <laughs> Yes, I actually was in a corn maze and failed spectacularly. I'm, in fact, it's still doing. I'm doing this interview from inside that corn maze. What's the best western of all time? Ah, oh, that's a. Hmm. I'm gonna go with High Noon. I love High Noon. Is there a better band name than Mysterious Toilet Vegetables? <laughs> no, that is. A, I have all their albums or whatever we whatever we have now. I don't. We don't do albums anymore. But yeah, yeah. didn't think so. Which celebrity do you miss the most? I'm going to go with Elvis. I'm going to go with Elvis. And, and, and I'm not saying he's gone. I'm just saying he's not performing at the moment. <laughs> Probably still trying to find a good peanut butter nano sandwich. How long did it take you to narrate the audio version of Swamp Story? Well, it was actually four days, but it felt more like a, about 11 years standing in front of the microphone being told over and again, Dave, you popped your peas. Like, apparently that's bad. Next time I write a book, there's going to be no peas in it. Never mind. Go ahead, it's time for One Big Question with Dave Barry, author of Swamp Story Beyond the Mic. Dave, to this very day, was there anything more notable in your life than an exploding whale? That's that and picking my son up at middle school uh, in the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile were the two highlights of my existence. Dave thinks Elvis might still be alive, loves high noon, and has been lost in a corn maze. Probably still lost right now. His book is Swamp Story. Author Dave Barry, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Thanks, Sean. Thanks for having me on. And that, my friends, is a Beyond the Mic Shortcut.